1: Welcome back to the Selling from the Heart podcast. Your co-host, Daryl. Amy here with Larry Levine, guru of all things social selling, which is good since we're going to talk more about LinkedIn and dusting off your profile today. How's it going, Larry?
0: It's, it's going, Daryl, but I, I, oh, guru, come on, man. You, you know that, that word just kind of sometimes is, uh, never mind.
1: Never mind. Come on. I'm looking at you on video. You're in one of those chalets on top of the, you know, one of those mountains sitting there meditating on the uh, LinkedIn profile and how, I know you're a guru. Come on. You can't hide it. Uh, I I, I guess. Whatever. (laughs) Welcome back, everybody. Uh, uh, Join the Selling from the Heart podcast. For everybody uh, who is a, a regular listener, we're thankful. Thanks for spreading the word. It's been amazing seeing this grow, and uh, for all of you who did the homework last week, set an appointment with yourself to uh, begin a recurring appointment to upgrade your LinkedIn uh, profile and your, your image that you're putting out online. Um, congratulations. What we want to do today is dive deeper into that and give some more practical ideas in terms of of what we can do. Now, if you're new to the Selling from the Heart podcast, welcome. We're glad you've joined us. You have joined a elite group of sales professionals that are dedicated to being genuine, being authentic, doing the hard work, bringing the goods, and really adding value. Hey, hey, though, but before, do but you just reminded me of something, and dude.
0: I hate to cut you off, but. I don't think I even shared this with you. I'm just really excited because our audience is growing and it just blows my mind, Daryl. It's amazing that, that when we started this podcast, you know, last year, we started it as we just wanted to stay true to who we were, educate, speak from the heart, just share some of the things that, that are just truly mean something to us. So, you know, over the last couple of weeks, as you know, I've just been all over the map, right? I've been, you know, Canada, I've been all over the United States, but I got a message Oh, geez. Late last week. So I yeah. want to give a special shout out to a guy named Cameron in New Zealand, believe it or not. Dude. I love it. We've got, we have, we have listeners in New Zealand and he's been listening to our podcast and they're actually playing our podcasts in some of their national sales meetings they have. So I just, I, I had to share that with you because it's kind of pinch and poke me because who, who would have thought that it would
1: catch on like this, but you know, uh, we got Kiwis listening to the podcast. <laughs> Welcome. That's great. My favorite place I've ever visited in my life. Fantastic. I love it. Love it. Love it. Well, we're talking about, um, you know, we've been talking, if you want to pick it up last week, uh, you might want to go back and listen to the last episode. We're picking up on this discussion of, hey, look, you know, in the marketing world, we know, and this this sprung sprung off of conversations that Larry was having, with business owners at a conference in Canada, um, previously. And, and these are conversations I get to have every day because I, I do wear a marketing hat, um, you know, sales and marketing as if there's a difference between the two now. Um, and I think that's the whole point of this whole thing is, you know, a company is, is, is what companies are doing is they're realizing that, Hey, We used to look at our website every three years, you know, and, and we'd wake up one morning and go, this thing's terrible. It's out of date. We'd upgrade the website and then not look at it again for three years in the marketing world. We're doing this thing called growth driven design, where we're saying, forget this build from the ground up every three years, let's do every three months, let's look for ways we can improve. And we'll just rehab a different section of the website, kind of like HGTV, where they go, you know, property brothers go room by room through that, the house, Um, So we're, we're looking at this and going, wow, as sales professionals, knowing that we're getting vetted online and, and there's this, you know, can we come up with a strategy to rehab and improve our, our, um, our LinkedIn profile, our, our page on LinkedIn over, you know, consistently over a period of time. So we challenged everybody to set a recurring meeting, you know, for whether it's quarterly at a minimum, some of you overachievers are setting monthly meetings now with yourself where you're going to block off 45 minutes to an hour to look at your LinkedIn profile through the lens of a buyer and say, okay, what could I do to position myself better and add more value? So last week, the homework was uh, to set that recurring meeting, to ask your clients, ask five of your trusted clients, hey, what, where are the holes in my LinkedIn profile? What could I do better? Um, and then to also ask yourself the question, Hey, self, what questions do I get on a regular basis? And then go lay your LinkedIn profile up next to that list of questions and go, well, am I answering those questions? Or do I at least look like a person that can answer those questions? So we've got a lot of great feedback on that. And, and, uh, you know, this is great. And we even threw the commercial out last week. If you don't have a good LinkedIn profile, or if you're on a sales team that is lost in a drift out in the world, of course, uh, we all know Larry Levine and the Social Sales Academy. Um, are very involved in that. But uh, we want to get a little bit more tactical and dive a little deeper in terms of things you can look at in your growth driven design meetings with yourself to improve your profile. Um, so we got some ideas. But before we dive into the specifics, Larry, how's this idea resonating with you, this topic that we're kind of working towards here in the last episode or two? Now it, it it resonates perfectly, and
0: God, you know I'm still fascinated by this whole growth driven design. I mean, I was I've, I've even been thinking about it over the last week or so. I'm like, oh, man, that's just you know the GDD, you know, because we all operate in acronyms, <laughs> right, but but on a on a serious note though th- there's so much to us to a sales professional's profile right th- there's yes. so many different sections if we if we're really peeling back a linkedin profile mm-hmm. and i always say you know if you're going to start that first growth driven design if you're going to start that where do we start yes and, and i think there's the heavy lifting that really occurs on that profile that's going to really set you apart from somebody else is, you know, let's look at obviously your title, the, how you're going to open up that conversation. That could be one whole area there. The top third of your profile, you know, from your picture to that value driven statement, that's yeah, well, one let's talk area. About that for a well, second, because I think yeah, a lot of our
1: listeners know this, but you know that that thing underneath your name where you know you probably put account executive. Is actually one hundred and forty characters. No, it's one hundred and twenty characters. But you know, 120 characters,
0: even, right? But even, but even setting that aside, and this is and this is where I have beef with a lot of people, including people that coach and help people build out their profiles. Right? Is you know, set aside if you're in sales, that is not a spot for your for your title. And that you know, and let's just set that one aside because no one really cares about your title. Well, it's but even that, worse. Account executive. It's, it's oh, even, it, dude, it's it's even worse because that, that, <laughs> right? that's that says that that's a, bet a, it out right away. Yeah, that's a Zippo zero zilch about who you are. But anyway, you know, then the other, then there's the other camps that'll say, well, let me put keywords on here. Right. And I know Daryl, <laughs> you've seen some of them, right. Uh, I'm just going to, I'm, I, d- this is just off the top of my head. You'll see like sales experts slash business developer slash podcaster. Right. I'm just making yeah. that up. Right. Okay. So what's that tell somebody? Well, you know, Nothing. And, and I will stay true to this. Most sales reps really struggle and I've seen it. They can't articulate a value proposition. So to me, that's how you're all going to open up a conversation with somebody. Yeah. Right? So if you're face to face in, in a networking event and somebody says, Hey, can you tell me what you do? And by the way, you got 10 seconds to recite it. And yeah. then everyone just, you know, the barf session happens because it, even with the most tenured reps and that's even worse. So I I really think that sales reps must start to figure out how to articulate a value proposition. What's your unique promise of value in a sentence and a half? Learn it, ingrain it, tattoo on your forehead, tattoo it on your business cards, and tattoo that underneath your name on your profile. Because to me, that's how how you're going to open up that conversation, Yes, both face-to-face and online. So if somebody happens to go onto your profile and they see this nice picture of you, right? Yes. And they go, oh, well, let me see what's right below it because it's just human nature. Is so where your eyes are going to go, oh, yeah, yeah. helping business executives solve the number one problem in their office. Whatever that yeah, is. So you know, I'm, I'm making
1: something up like that. But you, say, you know where I'm going with this. And, and, and so if you've, you know, if, you've done, if you've built a profile, and we're assuming everybody has, and, and if you've been coached by you know, someone like Larry, if there's anyone else like Larry, I don't know. God forbid, there's another person on the earth like Larry. They broke the mold on this one. I know. No, seriously. If you've been coached, like you know, Larry coached me. I mean, I helping technology companies grow net new business with online marketing and solution selling strategies. It's what I do. But you know what? As a rehab, uh, from time to time, I need to look at that and go, Could I word that better? You know, does that really express? Could I? Could I get better? And then even even going down a little further, right? So underneath, you know, that the, the tagline there. Um, you know, it pulls me into my, my summary, which is where we have, you know, uh, we've got a a nice little chunk to put paragraphs of information and, and really, you know, on that summary, let's just be honest, you know, we're ADD people in in today's world, it's going to show two lines. I'm going to skim those two lines at the top of my summary and they better capture my attention as a buyer, um, or I'm not going to click the see more button, right? So, you know, so when you're looking at your LinkedIn profile through the lens of a buyer, look at it and go, okay, you know, yeah, Larry coached me on how to build out a great profile, but how can I make a greater profile? How can I make it even better? And that's what growth-driven design says. So you look, and then you start rolling down your profile. You know, a lot of people spend a lot of time on the tagline and the, 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 uh, the summary, which is important. But today we want to talk about, the areas of your profile that, that, um, you can spend some time on and get a lot of bang for your buck, uh, that, that, that don't normally get attention. Um, and the first one I want to bring up is this whole work experience thing, right? Um, what can we do with that? If I'm looking at my work experience, should I be paying attention to that? And, you know, could I use that? Could that, that, could that be positioned to play into my favor? As a sales rep, wanting to position myself well. Well, abs- absolutely, but unfortunately, you know, Any if questions? we just
0: look good. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, dude. But we all we all look at, it and the average person will go, "Okay, I, I've worked at this place from this long to this long, right?" Right. And and it's just it's resume driven. But again, thinking about it through the eyes of a buyer or the lens of that executive mm-hmm. is, I want to know what happens if I decide to do business with you. How right. are you taking care of your clients? You know, and, and I'll even take it step you know, farther Is I always talk about removing doubt and eliminating risk mm-hmm. because it, it, you know, I always lay this question out on sales reps and I can almost guarantee you every single listener this has happened to. If you're yes. honest with yourself is you get in that situation where they hate their current provider. They hate everything about them. You know, they're in the ins and outs with their sales rep, right? There's always issues mm-hmm. going on, but what happens? They stay in that situation. Right. There's no compelling reason. There's no compelling reason to change because the sales rep hasn't given them any compelling reason to change. With furthermore, they haven't removed any doubt or eliminated any risk in the minds of that person. So how does this relate to what you can do with your work experience? It's simple. Why don't you spend the time and say, hey, Mr. Customer, right, Mr. Executive Buyer, Mrs. Executive Buyer, if you become a customer of mine at, yes, this is what you can expect. Right? This is how we take care of our clients. This is why it matters to our clients. And furthermore, here's what a few of our clients have to say. And that's where testimonials are so important and get their approval and take a couple sentences out of a testimonial and put it right into work experience and drive somebody to your profile and say, you know what? This is why it matters to my clients. This is what we do, this is why it matters. In a few sentences, here's why it matters, and then furthermore, here's a couple key words from
1: our clients that describe the work we do for them. Ah, it's beautiful. And so now, uh, and you're offering social proof, which is exactly huge. But so you know, you get your value proposition, all that stuff at the top of the the page. But when you get down to you know, Larry Levine, senior account executive at Acme, you know, widget company, instead of you know, just having uh, <laughs> the words, you know, overachieved sales quota, maximized oh. gross profit, raped and pillaged the customer base for obscene amount of income. You know, one president's trip 18 years in a row and, <laughs> uh, you know, fat and happy. Instead of saying that, say, you know, you got some space there. Uh, you've, got, you've got some space there that you could leverage. To instead say what you do for your clients and what it's like working with you. And uh, I mean, man, you know, put a marketing ad on. You could even put a call to action there to go, here's how you get a hold of me. To, you know, I mean, this is like this is like a real estate, prime real estate that is unmaintained. You know, it's it's a place where you could put a uh, you know, uh, it's it's you could put a Walgreens or a McDonald's there and it's like this vacant lot. This is opportunity that I I guarantee you 90% or more of the listeners, to the podcast have nothing under their work experience other than, you know, (laughs) one president's trip. Yeah. But, but here, but, but on a serious note, you know, and we make light of it, right. We laugh about it, but,
0: but on, but on a serious note, you know, we talked about it on the, on the last episode as well is if sales ups really understand two things, they got to understand what they put on their profile. Yes. They have to, at at least, I'm not saying you have to memorize it word for word, but you do have to ingrain it in your brain so -hmm. that you can use this throughout the sales process. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately I see a lot of people that, you know, and we always make light as we call them a bunch of empty suits, right? They come up with a glorified tagline that they probably would never use. Right. A situation, right? So go, okay. Here's my tagline. And they go, okay. I'm done. Yeah. And the emperor's got no clothes. But yeah. furthermore, even if they do build out a profile, and when I work with salespeople on this, I I ingrain it in them. If you're going to spend the time to do this, then you got to understand what's on there. You got to talk about it because yeah. when you're face to face with a client or when you're face to face with a prospect. And you start sharing some of this stuff, that savvy person is going to go to your social profile. And then if they can start seeing those words, that language on your profile, now you're starting to create some alignment. So this is why it's so important to really dial this thing in Yes, to the point where it becomes something that you feel comfortable with that, you know, I hate to say it, you never get caught with your
1: pants down. Well, yeah, and you're stepping on toes here, Larry, because I'm looking at my profile now going, I've got work to do, but we all do, you know, we've got, we've got opportunity. I, I do it all the time. I, I know you profile, do. It's been a, a it's been a little bit too long since I've, I've done the dusted mine off. And, and this is where, you know, I mean, you've got to look at this on a regular basis. Now, the interesting thing is this work experience section is great for your current job, but it's also great for your previous jobs. And uh, this is a, you know, a massive opportunity as you're going back and you're looking at how can I improve my profile in your quarterly or monthly growth-driven design meetings is to look back at previous jobs. And this is a great, you know, piece of homework is sit down and look at that first job. And I mean, I'm rolled back through my my, uh, profile and from 97 to 2003, six years I worked for Toshiba as a district sales manager. Now I'm embarrassed to say that I have (laughs) three lines on there, you know, that, uh, you know, I, what I need to do and what I'm going to do is go back and take a little reflection in terms of what did I learn during that six years of my life that would be valuable to the people that I work with now. And, uh, you know, it just so happens during that time I worked with, um, their dealer network across five States and I got to know dealers big and small. I got exposure to that. I mean, I could probably write a book on, on what I learned during that three years, but what I need, or six years is what I need to do is go back and reflect on that time in my career and go, okay, well, how could what I learned back then be relevant to the people that I work with now? Well, not, well, Daryl, I mean,
0: not only that, but it also becomes a business development thing because you're going to also say, well, you know, if we worked this backwards, mm-hmm. How many people that I know now, right? And you know where I've worked previously. Yeah, absolutely. And it's no different. Who do I know that might know somebody that recognizes where I used to work as a place of just to start a conversation, right?
1: Oh, uh, clearly.
0: I mean, clearly. You, know, and, 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 you know, and that's all we're looking at, but you know, the, you know, even if we, even if we go past like your header and we go past the summer and we go past work experience, there are so many other ways to professionally build out your profile. I yes. mean, we start talking about things like your volunteer work that you do out there, what you do out in the community, where you went to school.
1: Well, slow down, and- slow down. Let's let's, so let's, let's, uh, cause I want to, there's so much gold there. Cause I think that each one of these, these sections merits merits some attention as we go through this spring cleaning. But, um, you know, I, I think you're absolutely right on this is we need to look at every aspect, every facet, every section of our, our online webpage, which is your LinkedIn profile as a rep and go, okay, how does this, how could this benefit my prospect? And I think well, it, we, well, it's not only that is how can I leverage this Yes, open up a conversation with somebody ah, b- big time. And the more, you know, the more we upgrade and add value to these profiles, the more people are going to want to talk to us because they're, you know, they're, they're going to help, uh, they're going to recognize the value. Um, so this is this is good, I'm, and I'm, i It actually is terrible because we've created a lot of work here for me, Larry. Well, it's I've got- <laughs> a lot. Of, it's created a lot of work for you. I, I already put in the hard work.
0: Now, now I'm in that dude. Now I'm in that growth-driven design mode. You, you got to even start even way
1: before that. You're like in the heavy lifting. But you know what? No, no. This is good, good. though. This is the philosophy of you know we I mean, we just came out of this whole series of episodes about improving yourself as a sales professional and educating and reading yep. and bringing value and, and, and all of that, which is good. Um, and I think this is kind of the digital layer of this going, okay, how can I continuously improve my digital presence as a, as a sales professional? And so as we're, um, kind of wrapping up the the episode here and we may actually go uh, one more episode on this, cause I think there's more to, to uncover, but I don't want to over, we don't want to overwhelm everybody because, uh, as much as you just invested 20 minutes of your life, listening to the selling from the heart podcast, the most important thing is the next 45 minutes that you're going to invest on your LinkedIn profile. Um, and, and, and uh, not only, and not only that poor Daryl's got to invest the next two hours. Of oh, to geez, me harp on yeah, It's terrible. So, uh, no, it's great. It's good. We're doing the hard work and no, seriously, all of this. So, as much as you know, we want you've invested 20 minutes listening to this banter. Now, the important thing is that we all go do the hard work. That we block off some time this evening or this weekend, um, and we or over a lunch hour or whatever that is uh, for those of you who take lunch hours anymore—that's something that doesn't exist anymore, is it? Uh, so whatever that time block of time is, that we sit down and we we look at at uh, our experience. What have we done? And, and, you know, if you want to, if you want to look at one of your previous jobs or, or some or all of them, um, current job under that experience, how do, how, how do I work with clients? How do they benefit? And in previous jobs, what did I learn along the way that could be beneficial to the people that you're working with now? I guarantee you there's all kinds of things and that uh, we have opportunities to share that. So what a great discussion, Larry. I'm a little uncomfortable. I'm kind of squirming in my chair because I've got some work to do now. But uh, this is going to be very valuable. And I think uh, as well, not, dude, not only you, I already know. I'll help you. So don't worry about no, it. Oh, stop, stop. Look, no, I'm not, I'm not going to, you don't need to hold my hand. I'm going to, you got lots of clients to, to work with. I'm going I'm to do the hard work. We're doing the growth driven design on the website in, in marketing. Let's do growth driven uh, profiles as well. Uh, we're going to come up with a new term around this, uh, and it's going to be great. So, but for all of you, thanks for joining us this week. Thank you everybody for sharing this. Uh, thanks for doing the heavy lifting, being genuine, being authentic, being real, keep doing it. Keep keep being out there, keep bringing the goods, doing the hard work. And as we always say, most of all, keep selling from the heart.